I spent the first probably close to like eight, nine years of my life just in and out of the hospital all the time. What's up, what's up? Anthony Bascalia here with another episode of the Clear Lens Movement, where I interview guests that inspire and educate others to have a more fulfilling life. If it is your first time listening in on the show, welcome. I interview guests with perspectives in health and wellness, emotional intelligence, psychology, social science, leadership, and killer life experience that can inspire others to have a more fulfilling life. Today's featured guest is Tyler McNiff, senior instructor at Top Guard Training. He has spent many days training the public in really anything public safety related like first aid, CPR, AED, basic water rescue, lifeguarding, and facility risk management. Tyler is the director of a kids day camp called Junior Lifeguards that teaches kids ages 10 to 15 the basics of first aid, CPR, and lifeguard, all while having fun at a local water park. Tyler spent four years in the U.S. Army where he was an infantryman. His army life took him to many parts of the U.S. he has never been to, such as South Korea. Tyler's message is to try to spend every day just being you and not conforming to what people want you to be. Be the same man on Sunday that you are on Monday. Now, Tyler, as you sit in this gold seat during this interview, you will need a golden item and I'm curious, what gold item did you bring on the show? What does it mean to you? My gold item today is kind of just just like you said in the beginning in that intro, just kind of like my my philosophy on life, right? Like that is something that in my eyes is just pure gold. You know, it's just something that I hold real near and dear to me. I love it, man. It's so true. And yeah, you should be the same man as you that you are on Sunday, that you are on Monday. Because it's so true. So many times I would say in my life, like I'm I'm dreading Mondays and I'm like, oh, it's going to be Monday. Like, here we go. I'm going to give it my best. But it's typically not. And and I really did when I read this this quote originally from you and made this little intro. It's yeah, it's so true that you should be the same man throughout the days of the week versus, you know, only putting, you know, maybe your best foot forward on Fridays or Saturdays or something. Yeah. And that's just kind of like the general like point of it. So many people try to just change who they are throughout the week. Not think about like, Hey, you know, I'm, I am this person every day. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's just that taking that around and just knowing like what it is that you're showing people how you're presenting yourself on a day to day because it's Saturday, you know, and you're out, you're doing, you know, this and that, or it's Monday and you're like, you know, stuck in an office, you know, it's just showing people like, Hey, this is who I am. Like, it doesn't matter if it's Sunday or if it's Monday, you know? True, man. No, I, I know you, man. I've got to know you personally. And, and it's so true, man. You are true to who you are. And you are a very strong inspiration for that and just being being who you are. So, yeah, I would say that, that, that quote. And what a good item to bring on the show as well. So let's get into it, man. So share with the gold members listening in about your inspiration of joining the military in the first place. Kind of just like got into it based on my brother and I. One day we started talking about it. You know, I've always thought, you know, joining the military was an idea, you know, in my head that I've kind of always had, but hesitant to just like go for it. 
And then, you know, I, I'm not even really too sure what changed. It was like one day I was just kind of sitting there and thinking about it. And I was, I'm in good physical health. I'm, you know, just kind of ready now to, to go and explore the world and check out places that, you know, I could never have gone to before. And that's what really just like brought me into it. Yeah, I can see that, man. I can see that the military opens up a lot of opportunity to expose yourself to different perspectives, right? And to different people, different places. And yeah, like what an opportunity. And yeah, to, to hear you even go through it originally, like knowing you personally is awesome. They had you do eating protein shakes on the daily, right? Just to gain some extra weight. Yeah. So, you know, coming in, I was definitely not the biggest guy in order to meet the height and weight requirements. So like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta put on like 20 pounds. <laughs> hey, I'll, uh, you know, I'll do whatever to try to, you know, meet that requirement. That's awesome. And you did, right. Did you put on 20 pounds? Did you make it? I mean, yeah. obviously, but uh. yeah, you know, I, I did it and was just like ready to go by the time I got there. That's awesome, man. What a, what a pre-workout, right? Like you had to physically alter your body just to, just to get in in that way. And, but you know, what a great place for you to, to experience new things like that. My next question for you, Tyler is, you know, your life's biggest obstacles so far, what is something that's come into your life and you're like, dang, man, this is, this is pretty rough and something that, that took you a while to maybe get, get through. You know, with that one, I would have to say was actually all happened while I was younger. When, when I was born, I was actually born with no immune system. So through that, I spent the first probably close to like eight, nine years of my life just in and out of the hospital all the time. Through that, I, I went at uh, 37 surgeries from everything from sinuses, ears, throat, like, man, just like just about everything you can imagine. And then uh, two pretty, pretty severe ones actually on like my stomach and like esophagus mm -hmm. and just Growing up, you know, having to be real secluded from everyone, you know, I grew up at a lot of the uh, going to and from different hospitals, whether it be like the Valley Children's Hospital here in uh, Central California or going out to like Jewish National, like Stanford, you know, they really had me going every which way. And all the kids growing up that I would meet were in, you know, equally as bad situations they were real sick and, you know, just spending that time and seeing that strain on my family, having to constantly be going every direct to try to, you know, get me better was real tough at the time. Dang, man. I can only imagine what that must have been like. And you said it was just a, like, was it like a birth? You said it started from birth that you had just had no immune system. So then you were really susceptible to all infections and bacteria that are that are out there and things just kind of started failing on you yeah you know it was just kind of like when i was born the doctor was like hey you know we're only giving him six months you know i hit that six month mark and then it was like oh you know he's not really going to make it a year and then you know a year went to two and two to three you know i just kept kind of <laughs> you know i just kept like nope not this time just kept you know just mm. truck long man Jeez. And, and yeah, then, uh, yeah it's crazy. You know, now I'm about to be 25 and, and in great health and just really am just blessed about it, man. 
Dang, man, that's so crazy. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's un- unbelievable how, I, I love stories like that, right? That just defy like medical research where they're just like, you know what, this isn't looking good, but you know, we'll see what happens. And then, you know, here you are like 25 years later living well beyond, you know, those, those predictions. And, you know, how does it look now? I mean, so now are the doctors like, we have no idea what to tell you, but you know, you, you could die at any second or is it like, yeah. Like, have you just like, they like figured something out that you, that keeps your stability? Yeah. Well, honestly, just over time, my immune system kind of kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And now like, you know, I always say, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm like made of steel now. <laughs> and, you know, and I don't know, man, it just finally over time, I just got better. It's such a great story. I mean, and yeah, I'm so happy that we've crossed paths and I've got to meet you and, and know you. And yeah, it's such an incredible story for sure. And I think you are made out of steel, man. I think that, you know, knowing that as well, coming from just what you've been through really does give you a little bit more confidence in life. I would say to like, Oh yeah, bring it on, man. Like I can, I could pretty much handle anything at this point. And you know, and with it, you know, it was just the fact to be able that first day went into that recruiter station and be able to be like, Hey, I'm in good health, you know, physically and mentally and like ready, you know, Mm -hmm. like that completely like defied the odds, like in no way, like should that have even been a thing, but you know, there I was (laughs) ready to go. Yeah. Ah, it's just, it's awesome, man. What a great, great experience, man, that you've had as well as just, you know, overcome. It's awesome. So the next question I got for you is, you know, coming from that, I guess, what, what do you think life is all about? I mean, you have such an incredible story, but thinking of it now is, you know, about to be 25, about to reach your quarter life crisis, as some could say, what do you think life is all about? Just honestly, enjoyment, you know, going into the day, you know, it's finding, it's finding that thing that makes you happy. You know, it's, it's waking up in the morning and being like, oh man, like I'm actually not bummed to go to work today, you know, or something as simple as like, yo, today I sat here and I got to meet with some like awesome people. You know, I got to talk to this guy who's like running a company of like 25 employees that started in his garage, you know, or it's just enjoying you. No. Yeah. I think you're on that for sure is is enjoying those little things, right? Just to getting to talk to people who are inspiring and, and, and living in, in other people's like happiness and enjoyment and, you know, finding that one thing that makes you happy. Super important, super important. Gold members, don't go anywhere. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. Have you ever wanted to change the world? Maybe you wish to see a kinder world. Well, now you can with Clear Lens Movement. Clear Lens Movement created glasses that have, well, clear lenses, and they symbolize a person seeing the world with a fresh perspective, free from hatred and stereotypes, and treating others with a little more respect regardless of who you see in front of you. Clear Lens Movement is taking these glasses and passing them out to others in kind ways. Some people pass them out with a compliment while others leave them at the register after paying for the person behind them in line for coffee. On all the glasses, there's a unique tracker code. This code can be tracked online in real time. 
So start a ClearLens in California and watch it bounce around the country to New York or anywhere in the world for that matter. What are you waiting for? Head on over to clearlensmovement.com and see for yourself all the clear lenses in the world. Be sure to stop by the Clear Lens Movement store on the website and order your very own Clear Lens and join the movement. And we are back. Tyler, I know you have an extreme lifestyle and an incredible way to entertain people. What was the craziest, maybe what what is the craziest dare you have ever done in your life? Oh man, that's that's definitely a tough one there. Definitely have never really been one to, you know, ever back down from a dare. I know, man. I know it's probably it probably eats at you when everyone challenges you because I know you just you love it. You actually challenge so many people around you that when you f- get challenged, you you jump it, you jump in and 10x it, which is which is awesome. You know, I think one of the probably one of the most gnarly ones. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually in South Korea. Yeah. I believe the town was called Busan and we're out there and they had this like crane looking thing and on it is like the most sketchy looking bungee jump you have ever seen. Like I'm talking, it didn't even look like a bungee cord. It literally looked like just a rope. (laughs) And I was like, my buddy's like, he's like, Hey Tyler, like what's up man? He's like, you won't do it. And I just remember looking up at this crane and thinking, like, I don't really know what their standards are here. Like, I don't know how safe this is. And, like, I looked at him and he just gave me this, like, nod, like, come on, man. He was like, all right, here we go. And, like, I went over there and they hand this waiver to sign. Well, it is fully in Korean. So, like, you know, I don't speak Korean, don't know how to read Korean. Like, I'm just looking at him like, I have no idea what it is that I'm signing up for. But like, you know, I'm just going to bring it like right here. So I like sign the paper, like hand it over to him. And they make me watch this video. And it just says, like, basically, I'm just looking at like what they're doing. And I was like, yep. I got this. Like, so it lowers this cart down and like pulls you all the way up. So I'm sitting there, I'm looking at this guy and he, and he says something to me and, you know, I'm just saying like, Oh, Hey man, I, you know, I don't speak green. And he goes, all you do cross arms and jump. I'm like, great. Like, <laughs> so I go and I asked him, I was like, Hey, has anyone ever done a flip before? Kind of gives me this look like, you, you know, I know he had no idea what, what I was, so I was like, yep, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to throw it. So like I just jumped backwards and tried to like flip around and yeah, like landed a flip and then it pulled me back up. And yeah, it was definitely real scary. Jesus, man, that is, that is nuts. It really, you know, being in a country is one thing. And then being in, in, in the city or town that doesn't even speak English, um, or just your your language, and then for all you know, that waiver could have been like signing your your body away to, for science as you like fall on the ground and <laughs> scrape you up. I was real fortunate that that one went well. Yeah, he's so fortunate that that actually turned out to be in your favor. And so, like, was it was there even a platform where you like just on the tip of this crane? So we like 
it like pulls you up by this like so it's like a crane that pulls up like a cart like when i mean a cart i mean like basically a metal basket yeah <laughs> and like just has a little swinging like wood door and so you're looking at it like like eh, that's just real sketchy <laughs> and then like so the door they slide it out and then they lay it down almost like it's like a plank what right so like, yeah, so the door becomes a plank. They lay it down and you're just like, yep, here we go. Jeez. <laughs> this is awesome. That's so cool. Um, I'm so glad you did that and that you came out on top. Um, yeah. I mean, better on top than on bottom, I guess, on that one. Not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, seriously. Could have been like, got real close and personal with South Korea, man. Just like imprinting your body in there their yeah. concrete like uh, the ultimate uh handprint in the cement you know geez yeah man like i mean like what would the military have done like if you just like if it just snapped like whatever they just like oh man like so some of the things that you do on your days off you know are just like better not told to your supervisors you know yeah i guess you're right <laughs> and one of those like Hey, you're not supposed to be go bungee jumping in a, you know, in a foreign country. But, you know, I don't really remember them ever saying not to. <laughs> yeah, you just didn't want to check before. You're right. I mean, like, it's, it's your off day, man. You're going to enjoy yourself. And, and yeah, I think that, that that's fine. And better, better on top than bottom on that one, for sure. Um, now, I want to hear... Tyler, your your long term goals, man. Like, what's what's the future hold for you? Because I know you're you're basically like the senior top dog at the top dog lifeguarding and day camp. But what's your long term goals look like? That's actually a great question. Um, right now, you know, I'm I just moved back. You know, actually, what like two three months ago. You know, just just kind of got out of you know four and a half years in the army. And now it's just kind of like restarting, you know, it's like I, I spent, you know, the better part of, you know, from time I was 20 on, you know, in the army. And now, now it's just kind of figuring that out, like deciding exactly where it is I want to go from here. You know, I, I was absolutely blessed getting out and, uh, finding an awesome job where I work with just some of the greatest people in the world you know, and doing, doing something that just makes me happy, you know, yeah. like getting to, getting to go through and teach people, you know, just things that make the public like, or sorry, not so much public, but just make this entire place as a whole better, you know, whether it be training lifeguards, you know, so people can go out and have a great time at the pool or, you know, and be safe or, you know, teaching you know, like new parents, first aid and CPR for their like small infant, you know, it's just like, I'd see myself really just finding that path and just doing what it is that makes me happy every day. Mm. Yeah, man. I think that those are great, you know, characteristics to put in those goals. And, and yeah, you're probably right. You, you're, you're fresh back. You don't have too much of that long-term vision just yet. Cause you're just trying to figure out what's you know still stable coming back after the four and a half years of the army 
And and yeah, I think you're in the right place though, right? You got the great minds and some old friends and old, you know, directors in in you know, in the director position that you're at at the moment. Um but yeah, I think I think yeah, that's those are some great things to to always keep in goals. Anyone who's listening, you know, those are always very important things to put in your goals and to make sure you surround yourself with who you want to be, essentially. It sounds like you've definitely placed yourself into some strong role models um, area and you're definitely going to be rubbing off with those people and you will become, you know, who you're hanging out with. So I think that that's super important. Tyler, let's end inspired and share the best advice you have ever received. Say the best advice I was ever given was actually by my dad, Rich McNiff. And he, he told me one day, he said, you know, live every day like it's your absolute last and just make it matter. Mm. You know, and I hundred percent remember it and thinking like, what, what do you mean? Like make it matter? You know, what, what is, what does that entail? You know? Mm -hmm. And, what I see it as is just, you know, get up in the morning and be stoked to, you know, be like, oh, dude, I'm up before seven today. Like, nice. <laughs> or like, just like something mad easy. Like, just be happy that like today you're in hopefully a better spot than you were yesterday. You know, just live every day like it's your last and just make it matter. Find those things. They just make happy and roll with it so that you can start your day with a, right? So you wake up and you're like, oh man, like yesterday was rough. And you're like, wake up and you're like, you know what? I just got a solid cup of coffee right now. Like today is going to be a good day. <laughs> you know, it's just like finding that little stuff and just, you know, just make it matter. No, yeah, you're so right, man. I think. I was again today. I Sam in the the same boat with those little things, right? I was like editing podcast episodes, right? And if anyone's ever made a podcast, editing is definitely by far the worst part of the production because it's like you love the interviews, you love talking to people, but then as soon as you start to like repeat just audio over and over again, it just is like, oh man, this is rough. But and I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? There's there's got to be another perk to just being self employed. It is the perk of like, I could listen to music right now or like I could, you know, I could put on a little tune if I wanted to. And that's what I did. Like after, you know, editing like the the actual meat of the content, it was it coming down to like posting it and editing just the website. And yeah, I was like, why not put on music? You know, I other jobs, you know, they don't they can't they don't allow that. But why not put on a little music for yourself and enjoy this moment? Right. Like your cup of coffee in the morning. Exactly. I mean, it, plus, man, you probably have the only job that I know of that like been like go throughout a whole day's work and like just be in your underwear and like no one would know. Yeah, like right now, you and no one will ever know if I have pants on right now. <laughs> like that's a good day. It's a good day. You, I don't technically have to dress up. Sometimes I do though. I'm pretty hard on myself. I'll dress up like super professional and just like take it super serious. But I'll forever, these episodes will ever be in the closet, you know, because that's the best soundproof room at the moment is the is the little closet that I got here. But one day I will be hopefully in like a proper booth, which would be cool and still optional pants optional. 
Pants uh, optional, man. That will be the day. That's that's the day. That will be the day. If I open up a podcast like company, man, it'll just like in the job, like, you know, you know, the the dress code would say, you know, tops have to, it's a must, pants optional. And you know, that's just that's just the podcast life though. That's just would be the running the running joke. That'd be awesome. Um if you have any questions about this episode with today's guest or myself, please reach out to clearlensmovement.com and comment under the show notes page. Remember, gold members, life isn't how you fall, but how you stand back up that matters. So never give up. Thank you, Tyler, for being on the show, and I wish you the very best in your journey. Thanks, brother. I hope you have a great one. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. See ya! And if this episode hasn't inspired you enough, head on over to the Clear Lens Movement website and see the tracker map that displays the wave of goodness that is spreading around the world. From the tracker map, you can click on any pair of glasses to read how Clear Lens Movement changed that person's view after receiving the glasses. Become a gold member and buy Clear Lens Movement glasses today and start your own kindness movement in your city. To support more kindness and this show, go to clearlensmovement.com. Thank you.